Hey you, I am Hannah. You are listening to Let's Talk People, a podcast about my messy musings as a trained counselor. This episode is about the first time my husband and I broke up. Johnny gets this uh, funny face every time I remember the story out loud. You'll see why in a bit, but it's not a story we've told anyone before. It's not the kind of thing you just like drop into a casual conversation. But I want to tell you about it today because I want to talk about um, definitions. Our definitions of and for people and the roles they play anyone really like mothers fathers siblings partners friends like we all have these um these definitions of what what a good friend or a good mother or a good dad brother like how how they should be or how they should treat us but growing up most of us don't even know that we're like collecting these definitions and and then kind of like fitting them together and we have this pile of definitions you know these scripts but we, we do, we, we are, you know, we, sometimes we get given these, these definitions or maybe we, we pick them up, we dust them off and then we like hang them on the wall and we take care of them and tend to them and we, we fight and, and argue for them and we, we protect them. I mean, we, we protect our definitions of people of how we think people should be and act and treat us. We protect those definitions like they're alive and and breathing and living at at the cost of protecting like the actual person. You know? My my first encounter with definitions, these like constructs was with with Johnny. I mean, I've been collecting definitions all my life, of course, but I didn't know or see this even as like a possibility until, until Johnny. We got married um, almost three years ago. We've been together for almost six. But when we first met, I was actively like not looking for a relationship. And, and this was like my line, you know. I kept telling him, I, I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want anything serious. Like, we're just hanging out. I remember like date three I told him and he we were sitting at a restaurant across from each other and he like pretended to get up from the table like he was going to leave the restaurant it was pretty funny but the reason I didn't want anything serious is it's mostly because my last relationship was was really abusive and I was finally for once enjoying being me you know just like being with myself and I didn't want to lose sight of that you know, I had compromised so much in my earlier relationships and, and on big things too. Like I just ignored these red flags. I made excuses for his behavior, for my behavior. I, I curbed what I wanted, what I thought, uh, what I liked. And, and really, I, I compromised a lot on my safety, my mental health, just because I, I was scared to leave, you know. And then I left and I learned to be with myself and it felt so good. And I just, I wasn't about to, to lose that again. So 
I broke up with Johnny. I'll get back to the actual breakup conversation in a second, but I want to tell you this because this may be my favorite part of this story. That right right after the breakup conversation, he was walking me to the train station. I was uh, I was going home to pack and fly out uh, to Cuba the next day for a week with a girlfriend. And he was really sad. I mean, understandably, right? I'd just broken up with him and out of the blue because otherwise, like, things had been going great. As far as he knew until that day... Um, until we met, like, everything was fine. I really liked him. I mean, as far as I knew, I I really liked him until that day. So, of course, he was sad, right? But I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sad. Actually, after this breakup conversation, I was actually, like, really visibly happy. I was so happy that while we were walking, I had to like turn my face to the side a little bit away from him so he wouldn't see me smiling. I I felt bad, but I just couldn't help it. I couldn't stop smiling. I felt so like free and, and alive because there's something so good and, and aligned about listening to yourself. And for me, breaking up with him in that moment, as as harsh and mean and, and confusing and whatever as that might sound, that was me listening to myself. And I had just never done that in a relationship before. I had never truly listened to my, myself, not my ego or like the part of me that wants to impress you or get your attention, but, but my like solid self. So as sad as that was, that moment... For me, it was, it was really big, really happy. But okay, let, let, let's talk about the moments before, like the actual breakup conversation. I don't remember how it started. We, we met up after work. I saw him on the street um, when we met and he was smiling and he was walking towards me and like happy to see me. And I thought, oh man, I'm, you know, I'm about to break up with this guy. And I knew he didn't see it coming. Again, like I I didn't see it coming, but it's how I felt. So we sat in a lobby of a hotel room. And I told him I felt this pressure about being in a relationship and how I didn't want to head in that direction. I just wanted to hang out and be easy. and, And I kept using words like feeling suffocated and claustrophobic. And it was hard because he wasn't actually doing anything to make me feel suffocated or to make me feel claustrophobic and it wasn't like oh well he didn't know what he was doing like he had a great intention but I still felt that way because of his actions like it wasn't that I couldn't I couldn't point to anything he was doing or or not doing but I just I felt this way because of this like relationship construct right this this definition and the feeling was so strong I, I had to listen to it I, I didn't know this at the time, but I didn't know how to bring myself fully in, into the relationship because in my definition, I had to choose. Right? Like here, Here's this guy that I love more than I expected. And then here is my definition of a relationship. And then here is me feeling like solid by myself more than I have ever felt before. And those things just like didn't fit together I mean how could I be me in full and then be in this relationship in full the the definitions just like didn't match up and I remember thinking that Johnny his his response would be like upset or 
I mean, of course, you know, understandably upset, but like, I just didn't think he would react in, in a positive or understanding way. Not, not because of him, but I just hadn't, I just hadn't had someone understand me before without working like really hard to be understood, you know, but he, he didn't react badly. I mean, he was sad and I could see that, but, but he sat there, like he sat in his sad, he just like, it was kind of like he held it. You know, he didn't like spill it out on me and make me feel it or make me feel bad that he was sad or make me fix it. And and I had never seen that before. I had never seen someone like able to stay in their sad and and not make me the reason for it, even though I was like I, I was making this hurt happen, you know. I was looking down at, at my hands at one point in the conversation and he said something that I I have never forgotten and every time I remember it, it changes me a bit more and a bit more. And he said, maybe your definition of love is too narrow. He said that maybe there is room inside love to push and end to pull. That maybe you can love someone and want to be alone and then sometimes think they're annoying and sometimes feel excited and sometimes be happy and be sad and that all of those things weren't not love they were like inside love they were the same and I had never considered that before you know that it was my definition of love that was that was too small that I could even like grow my definition I, I mean I didn't even know I had a definition you know I thought I was like suffocated by by the relationship and then so the relationship needed to change but I never saw that I was suffocated by my definition of a relationship but but to Johnny love was like flexible and and big and it didn't really have rules we could just kind of make them up as we go and and we could bend them even so I went to Cuba the next day and I, I kept thinking about what he said and how there was so much space inside that idea, you know? I mean, I'd spent so much of my life until that point moving people around or moving myself around to like suit my definitions or to match other people's definitions. But this was like, this was the complete opposite. This was like a non-definition, we we still broke up that way that way that day and that way maybe it was less of like a breakup and more of just like we bent <laughs> and after that conversation after i had made my decision and we were heading back to the station or right before i told him like i, I didn't want him to contact me anymore but we still held hands on the walk back to the train station even though it didn't make sense it didn't like fit my definition of what you're supposed to do and feel after breaking up with someone like why did I want to hold his hand still and then I hugged him and I smiled and I probably smiled a bit too big at least for my own definition of like how happy you should feel after breaking up with someone and then I told him that I have this feeling that it won't be this isn't the last time that I'm going to see you even though like you you'd you don't say that to someone when you break up with them, do you? <laughs> but I did. We did. And then I messaged him the moment I got back from Cuba. 
six years later and I still think about what he said about how my definition of love was too narrow <laughs> it still is sometimes but but seeing that it helps and it feels like I just think it's so cool that we can play with our definitions mold them that's it for today Thanks for listening. Find me on Instagram. My handle is H-A-Triple-N underscore A-H. I have new episodes out every Monday. I added in Thursday starting last week. And I will see you next time.